Hello, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. We're on episode 83. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and, of course, as always, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Hi, Nisha. Today we're talking about creative time schedules versus um, business schedules. Yeah, I know this is a kind of an odd one. I think you went, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, So every day I read an article on one of the business sites that Mm. tells me what ex-famous person, business person does for their daily routine and how we should all be copying it. Mm. Everybody from Richard Branson to Mark Zuckerberg. Um, And though there's aspects of them that I agree with and there's nuggets in there that are quite useful for people to use... The reality is is that with creative people, they work on a completely mm. different time schedule to everybody else, and they need different things. I did record a podcast a while ago um, on the sleeping patterns of like a lot of famous writers. So some of the things that are kind of interesting is that they don't just sleep from one portion of the day. They mm. quite often sleep, go to bed twice, mm. so they have two different sleep times. Um, they, it's very important for them to have a social time. Um, Charles Dickens particularly had a social time. They do have an exercise time, but it's not necessarily first thing in the morning, um, like the business model people. Um, And they quite often work late at night, so they're not necessarily getting out of bed at 4 or 5 a.m. So the the business kind of model is that you get out of bed at 4 or 5 a.m., that you, some people... Um, look straight at their email and then they prioritise what they're going to do for their day. They all have a period of exercise. They all have a regime around um, food and particularly eating healthy breakfast. Then they decide exactly what they're doing for the day and they kind of prioritise and set up goals. Um, They'll very much have the same set routine and clock in at certain times to engage with people. Um, some of them will have um, a gratitude aspect or an intentions aspect to mm. what they do, depending on how sort of wacky they are. Mm. Um, but when I recently tried to set up um, a creative schedule for somebody, the first thing that you have to become very aware of is the, the daylight hours. It's really important to know the times of sunrise and sunset because... If you are going to be a creative person that works through the night, so for instance, if you start working at say 9 or 10 o'clock at night Mm. and you don't have a concept of time because you don't set up any sort of alarms, most creative people become hugely absorbed in whatever task it is that they're doing. That's the sort of people that they are. So they have no concept of time. So unless they set alarms, they don't benchmark their day. Mm. So the first thing I do is make people have a series of alarms. And I think it's quite good to have a three-point system. But those three-point systems are not the same as everybody else. They're not breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm. how most people think Um, so if they work right through the night and then they end up going to bed after the sun's risen their body clock is going to be really messed up because it really messes up your melatonin levels Mm. so by having an alarm set if you say if sun rises at the moment it's it's gone in the last because our clocks have changed it's gone from 8 to 7 so it's about a quarter past 7 in the morning now So if you stay up all night and you go to bed at six, obviously you're not going to get any sort of proper sleep and you try to get up at nine or ten, you can forget it. But if you have an alarm set and you decide that you're going to finish work at, say, 2 a.m., 
Yeah. Right? You're going to go to bed then and you're going to have gone to bed five hours before sunrise. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then if you sleep again in the afternoon after the sunset, so at the moment that's just before five o'clock, it's about half four now. Yeah. So if you go to bed around then when the sun is set and you go to bed and you get, say, two or three hours sleep, you've still got eight hours sleep. Yes. But you've got it in two portions of time and you set it around daylight in such a way. Mm. And that way you can manage to have a period of time where you're up during the day where you engage with people Mm. because that's really important in terms of interacting. And you may have to go to college then or study Mm. then Mm -hmm. or do whatever. Mm. Um, And you will end up with a period of time up before your creative process where, again, you can socialise with people and be around so you've fulfilled all the things that you need in your life but you've still managed to have a chunk of creative time in the middle of the night when it's quiet and there's no one else around so is that the reason why they want to work that in the night time yeah quite of, often yeah it's quiet and yeah because and and they've had ideas festering all day and there's too much noise and there's too much happening and and they've seen something throughout the day that sparked an idea and it's taken time to germinate and they may actually have most people have to sleep on a creative idea which is why if you go to bed just before you start that Mm. you then work much more effectively okay okay so does that make sense? It does, yeah. yeah. It does. So, so, so like the, the, the business model, yes, you do need to have exercise. Yes, you do need to eat healthily. Yes, you do need to kind of have a prioritise of what you need to do in your life. Mm. But you don't have to bounce out of bed at four or five o'clock in the morning mm. and, and stick rigidly to that if you're a creative person who needs to work at a chunk of night time. Okay. So they would say for the business model, that's what, that's what they're really successful people are doing the the really successful entrepreneurs have done have got up at four o'clock in the morning yeah and um and if you're lucky like me and you don't need a huge amount of sleep you can get up really early in the morning and i i probably i probably the reason i i i've, I've kind of clicked into this is because i probably have a um, a mixture of the two schedules mm. because i do have a crash out period sometimes where i lie down for a half an hour or an hour mm. to recharge my batteries um, but I do manage to get up very early in the morning as well. But I also, at times, find it really interesting to work on something late in the evening. Mm. And that might be some sort of a creative project or something creative. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do start the day probably with the kind of business model of exercise. Yeah. So I'm kind of a mismatch of the two, which is mm. why I get both. Hmm. I would definitely agree with you that um, certainly when I've been doing anything creative like writing or anything, I've always done it through the night. Yeah. And have always lost count of time. You'd look at your, your watch and it'd be six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, it's a really good idea hmm. to get to, to say have set points, hmm. to have set hmm. alarm points. And for those to be consistently at the same time. Um, or if you use something like a sunrise alarm, you mm. can gradually shift that daily. So I, I do a mixture of both. I have mm. a set alarm time, but I also have um, a sunrise and a sunset alarm that goes as well that allows me to kind of benchmark where I'm at. Mm. And do you think that people copy and paste, like they read about, you know, all these successful entrepreneurs, these successful millionaires, and they kind of copy and paste their schedules and it might not necessarily suit. Yeah, I, I, and I think there's often a pressure. And I think sometimes what I see with parents is is that they may be a, a business model type person mm. and they have a creative child and they're just like, I don't get this. Yeah. 
I don't understand this. And then, and then you end up like, I, I think the worst situation, because there's, again, like, there's a lot of students I work with who've maybe dropped out of society or dropped out of school and are kind of trapped in their bedrooms. Um, and one of the things that makes them feel most guilty is, is staying in bed too late and not managing to get up and fulfill certain requirements. And they may end up staying up at night and to do creative things like music. Um, mm. And until their family kind of realises that they need to have a slightly different schedule, that can end up making them feel very bad about themselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you'd often see um, students studying at, at late hours and not being able to, you know, parents kind of nagging them about going, uh, doing it earlier in the evening. Mm. And they seem to, be, to gravitate more towards doing it at night. Yeah, but the different people have, have definitely got different clocks and different systems. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes the reason that people choose to study at night time is because it's quieter. And how do you figure out what your proper time uh, schedule is? How can you figure that out? Because, you know, if we say that, um, you know, people are copying and pasting uh, business schedules and getting it wrong for them, how do you figure out what's right for you? Well, what's right for you, you know when you've got it right because you're managing, your productivity levels are good. Mm. So you're managing to do the tasks and you're not stacking them up and doing them last minute. So you feel in control of that. You don't feel constantly tired and you are naturally waking up. Um, in the morning when you need to and you're in, in a good rhythm. Mm. When you're not in a good rhythm, you never manage to, to wake up in the mornings. Okay. Um, so that's the, the, the challenge for people who do work late at night. If you push it too far, you're not going to make your morning lectures. Okay. And, and that's what you have to learn and what's so important about sunrise time. Okay, so where do people start? Plotting out what they need to do plotting out the hours in the day, maximising their time, thinking about when they sleep so that they get about eight hours sleep, roughly, between five and eight hours, depending on who you are. Um, And putting alarm set points in during the day to allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then blocking off, you know, your college time or your work time or Mm -hmm. your whatever hours of the day where you're committed to doing something and then blocking off your creative time or your study time Mm. separately. Okay, so there's some food for thought for you out there. Get pen to paper now and start figuring it out. Yep. Thanks a million, Nisha. Talk to you next time.